0: to Color Me Dead. This is a true crime podcast and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor.
1: If you don't like words like fuck and cunt then you probably shouldn't listen. But if you do then join us while we fuck your feelings.
0: Hello. 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 Oh hi. Oh hi. This is episode 113. No it's not. It's 112. Okay.
1: <laughs> I was hoping it wasn't that one. That was good. I said the a timing bad boy. was right. Fuck it.
0: Fuck it. It's
1: one of the fuck it one.
0: It's 112. And because last week was cheerleader nonsense, we're going to do this week a little bit cheerleader nonsense. Fuck oh, it. One. Fuck it. Oh, Yes. I like that one. Stay angry, my friend. Somebody yeah. asked me the other day. They were like, "Why are you so angry?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, if you grew up the way I grew up and no. had to deal with the shit I had to deal with, you would be fucking mad too." That's why. <laughs> that's like I fully believe. That's why my older brother is always so fucking angry. He is angry. He is angry. Well, if you guys want to check us out, let's get this. Let's get this ball rolling. let guys. do this. If you guys want to check us out on social media? Please find us on Facebook at Color Me Dead Podcast. Join us for Fuckery Must Fall at Color Me Dead Podcast Group. Instagram is more your thing, Color Me Dead Podcast, Gory underscore Nikki, and Color Me Dead Angel.
1: Oh, I was like, and I'm Color Me Dead
0: Angel. Oh, I'm not, I, you are. <laughs> I was burping.
1: Oh, <laughs> I thought you were pointing at me because like I looked, I saw it out of the corner of my <laughs> eye and I was like, oh, and I, what? You already said me.
0: <laughs> uh, Twitter, not that we're on there a whole bunches, but uh, Color Me Dead Pod. Uh, let's see what else is there.
1: I think that's all we have. You
0: can mail us some shit. Oh, yeah. P.O. Box 1610, Vernal, Utah, 84078. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to check out the show on ageofradio.org slash calling me dead, you can go and do that. You can shop the bazaar, check out our sponsors, look at other shows from our good buddies, and you can also donate to Patreon yay for Patreon while
1: we're here, I'm having a hard time uploading to Patreon again, it's not because I forgot about anybody, I can't fucking get it to go up, so as soon as I get it, it will be there B-square, if you have any ideas if you're a Patreon subscriber and you have anything special that you want us to do let us know, please. We're running dry of ideas. No, we're not. sending you shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we
1: will send you pretty things do and want... pass
0: that I don't know what the fuck to do. Do you guys want nudes? We'll send you nudes. I'll send nudes. Like, you just have to ask for them. Mm-hmm. They might not be the nudes you want. They definitely won't be of me. <laughs> 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 Thank you to Sharon Hoffman and Melissa Morgan. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Those are our examinators.
1: They're very examinating. Very examinating people. If you want to get some of our merch, you can get cool t-shirts, bags, pillows, towels, whatever the fuck you want. Go to Com. So, this week, since we are doing the Chialitas, right? So, last week we did... Uh, The girl whose name we can't say, who killed the girl whose name we can't say. And that was a whole thing. (laughs) Did you listen to the bloopers of us trying to say their names? (sighs) (laughs) And I couldn't say uh, Brody or whatever the fuck it was. Anyway, so this week uh, we have one that was suggested by Laura Harris. And uh, I got most of the info on this called on an article called Pom Pom Mom on Morbidology. As parents, we want the best for our children, at least one would hope so. Some of us try to teach them good work ethic, and some of us just want to give them everything so they never have to want. Some of us are okay with our children failing because it teaches them to work harder to win the next time, and some of us aren't. In this case, Wanda Holloway... Went to an even further extreme to get her daughter on the cheer squad, Um, but her overly dramatic plan happened to backfire, as one would imagine.
0: (laughs) Like you do. Like you do. Like you do. Wanda was born in
1: 1954 and was a 37 year old mother from Channelview, Texas. This is your key word in this cheerleader situation Texas. (laughs) We love you, Texas. She had a daughter named Shanna. When Wanda was pregnant with her, she knew that she wanted to make her daughter a cheerleader. She had planned to live vicariously through her. When Shanna was five years old, Wanda bought her her first cheerleading outfit. They lived in Texas, and the Friday night lights was always a dream of hers. Uh, She would clearly stop at nothing to make sure that Shanna was a cheerleader. She thought that if her daughter became a cheerleader, it would up her social status because she always wanted to be a cheerleader. But she said, quote, I wasn't able to be a cheerleader when I was a girl. My daddy thought that all cheerleaders were whores. That's what Mama Wanda says.
0: Cheerleaders are whores. You can't be a cheerleader. They're whores. Look at these whores. Um... That reminds me of, like, Bobby Boucher's mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I thought of. Jaylene is just a devil! <laughs> <clears throat> God. Well, and can we just, like, take five, Um, because I want to tell you, don't fucking live through your children. Uh, don't. Uh. It's creepy. It's weird. I know people very close to me who do it, and it bothers me to no end.
1: Let them be what they're going to be.
0: And stop, like, encouraging them to do things that you wished you had done. Like, let them make their own decisions
1: right i always thought i wanted a dancer for a daughter and i don't have any dancers like they have done it a little bit but they didn't like it they tumble and i'm like sweet
0: but they can still good yeah they tumble
1: i'd rather or
0: like my my mom who thought it would be a good idea to try and make me a pageant queen my daughter... How'd that fucking work out for you there? <laughs> my daughters want to do it, and I keep telling them,
1: all right, we'll get ready. <laughs> and think we missed all the pageants
0: this year, because I was like, I don't wanna. Dude, pageants are fucking expensive, and it is a lot. It is a lot of work. And those kids, like... Those, they are serious about their shit. Dude, when my mom... So I did win a few, and I think that that's where my mom got the thirst. And... And I was a really pretty baby. It was a cute little baby. I don't like being in dresses. If you put me in a dress, I get really shitty about it. I always have. I did it as a little kid. I do it even worse now. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. My girls love it. And they love being in
1: dresses. I don't love it. I don't. I don't love it. It's too much on the
0: kids. It really is. So. You like to hit? Hit, go. In 1991, when Shanna was 14 years old, she had tried out for the cheerleading squad in Channelview High School and didn't make it by just a few points. This wasn't the first year that she had tried out and barely missed. One of her friends, named Amber Heath, had gotten the spot instead. Ah. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah, What like,
1: they were friends, like, from when they were <clears throat> little. Like, they kind of, from what I gather, they kind of grew up, a, like... Around the block from each other, so their moms were good friends, and they were good friends, but the other girl just was always better than her.
0: That's hard. That's really hard. Oh, that makes me a little bit sad. Yeah. Fuck. And especially just because I know what it's like to have that...
1: One friend that's just better than you are.
0: In, like, everything. Mm -hmm.
1: And you're like, all right. well... You're like, well,
0: fuck, okay. Now... She went to a nearby private school, and they said that she was eligible to be on that team, even though Amber didn't even go to that school.
1: Yeah, and she wasn't that supposed work? to be. Like, they changed it. I think her mom petitioned for <clears throat> it. And of course. Like,
0: Can we also... Hey, parents, and I know some of you are local, so please pay attention. <laughs> don't put out petitions and encourage your children to protest when they don't get what they want. Fuck. Can we just teach him to work
1: harder and that we don't always get what we want?
0: This was unacceptable to Wanda. Shanna was okay with it and not all that upset. Wanda, on the other hand, inconsolable. Went to the school officials weeping, mm-hmm. sobbing. Oh, yeah. But, like, who really goes crying to the school officials? That's kind got- of fucked up, dude.
1: Because your kid didn't make cheerleading two years in a row. Like, put her in more classes. Make her practice more. Come on, man. Do what we do. (laughs) (laughs) I like this game.
0: (laughs) Me too. Yay. This clearly didn't do any good. Okay. And this is when Wanda got the insane idea to kill Amber's mother, Verna. Here's the fucking kicker. She just happened to be one of her really good friends, kind of like you mentioned. Yeah. Like, we grew up together. Our kids grew up together. Like, on the movie, um,
1: and I don't know how true the movie was, I couldn't watch the whole fucking... It's fucking painful.
0: Yeah, I know. I've seen it. Fuck.
1: I couldn't make it, it was. Through. It
0: was worse than a Lifetime made-for-TV movie, for yeah. sure.
1: Wasn't it? Is was that... I thought that's what it was, As a Lifetime I don't movie, know if it was Lifetime know. or I just not. I watched it on YouTube. Cause it, yeah, so did I. But she was like, and there it shows that they moved, that um, Wanda moved by, what's the, Verna, like when her kids were like six or seven or something. So, but still, that's like 10 years before this or nine years. So they've been friends for that long. That's a long fucking time just to be like.
0: Well, guess Verna? what? <laughs> well, there was too many of us. So somebody had to go. Just making executive decisions. Yeah. And it's you. In her mind, Amber would be so devastated that her mother was dead that she would have to quit the squad, and that would leave an open spot for Shanna, right? Sounds foolproof. Am I right?
1: Oh, yeah. It's, you're totally, totally
0: right. right. Because it's the first thing she's going to do is quit. Cheer. Yeah. Well, duh. Death in the family. Now, Wanda attempted to, <laughs> she attempted to hire a hitman to kill Verna Heath. This hitman was someone she knew and trusted, her ex-brother-in-law. And if you can't trust your ex-brother-in-law... Who can you trust? <laughs> Someone who
1: they like hate each other. Just to put that out there. You, you, just, you
0: just yeah. Terry Harper. Terry Harper was her ex husband's brother. Okay. How could this possibly go wrong? I yeah. I, I mean, mean, sounds good to me. Okay. Let's do this. Terry, instead of carrying out the murder, turned her in almost immediately. He was on probation for a DUI and went to the cops. I wonder if he thought that he was going to be like, listen, y'all. This bitch fixing to kill people. Pay for it. Now, I'm letting y'all know (laughs) what's happening. So, can we go ahead and just, my good deed cancels out my bad deed, and y'all give me my license back? We're clear. We're clear now. I don't have to blow to go (laughs) in that fucking machine. (laughs) Terry and Wanda had a strained relationship, as it was, because, well, Wanda had been married to his brother, and she would falsely accuse Terry of sexual advances. So he already had some bad blood, like, early on in their relationship. So why she ran to him, was like, hey, really sorry about all those times I said you tried to squeeze my tit at Thanksgiving, but if you could kill this woman real quick for me. I need you to do me a solid. That would be pretty... That would be pretty okay for She's me.
1: like, I need to find the only criminal I know because all these criminals, they'll just do crimes for me no matter what because it's what they do is crime.
0: Oh, my God. So, the next step is that the police had Terry wear a hidden tape recorder and meet up with Wanda to discuss the plan. During their very first meeting, Wanda had the <laughs> grand idea to have Verna kidnapped and then sold into slavery.
1: Yes. Because we just know those people.
0: If you criminal. don't, if you don't have a sex trafficker in your friend circle, I mean, where are you guys living? That you Advocate. don't? We all have like somebody that can do some kidnapping, some hitman, and some sex trafficking. The hitman always
1: knows the sex trafficker. The kidnapper knows the sex trafficker. Everybody knows him.
0: Well, and. Like, don't we all have a drug dealer friend or like a stoning, uh, stoner, stoning, stoning. Well, we might have one of those friends that do that too, but like the token stoner friend and like, I had to give up the, the party animal alcoholic friend. So I changed it with somebody else I know. Okay. But I mean, isn't that like kind of how it works?
1: That's how it works. It's like a whole string. Like everybody, this person knows. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, That's what I'm just like, Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I got you. Right. Then Wanda requested that both Amber and her mother be killed. Both. But changed her mind when she heard the price of double murder.
1: It's double the price. (laughs) Well you
0: know. (laughs) Expensive. (laughs) I love this. I don't know if you know. But one murder does not get you a discount when you get two. It's extra expensive for double murder. It's not a 2 for 1. <laughs> there was not a buy one get one 50% off. No. Nope. Not today. Just Verna would have to do. She decided she really wanted the daughter done to get her completely out of the picture, but she figured if she got the mom done that that would upset the daughter enough to take her out of the picture, said Harris County Sheriff's Depargent. Depargent. <laughs> that was Department and Sergeant. Yeah, I like Excuse it. me, Depargent? <laughs>
1: the department sergeant like why do we need to say that many
0: words i don't know flint blackwell um a final price was decided and the wheels are now in motion to take wanda down after dropping shanna off at channel view missionary baptist church wanda drove to terry's house and gave him a pair of expensive diamond earrings as a down payment on the hit i couldn't pull the trigger myself This whole episode is just going to be me playing with that goddamn soundboard. I'm cool with it. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> but I sure can, ha- but I can sure do it this way, she said. Within a few hours, Wanda was arrested.
1: Oh. <sighs> The town was horrified and Wanda soon earned the moniker pom-pom mom. People couldn't believe that someone would stoop this low for cheerleading, even in Texas where football and cheerleading are life. During her trial, Wanda's defense lawyer, Troy McKinney, argued that Terry Harper had set Wanda up so that his brother could regain custody of his two children.
0: Okay. That is a pretty interesting plot.
1: It really is. For child custody. Yeah. Dad Dad went on the planning for this one. Wanda also argued that she deserved to be given a second chance and shouldn't be sent to prison, sobbing that, quote, this trial has been enough punishment for me. I'm totally humiliated. (laughs) You should be. You did a dumb thing. Well. (laughs) The jury weren't swayed by her tears, and after three hours of deliberation, she was convicted of solicitation of capital murder. (laughs)
0: I'm sorry. Why is this
1: so funny to me? <laughs> it is. It's like this whole case. I was laughing the whole time. She was sentenced to 15 years in prison. The yeah. conviction was overthrown, however, when it was uncovered that a juror was on probation for cocaine. That was a loophole if I've ever seen it. Hey, her.
0: I thought we've talked about this. What?
1: Cocaine? Have we talked about cocaine? It was the nineties. Yes, it was. Everybody did cocaine. Your mama did cocaine. Your daddy. Your
0: pastor did cocaine off his (laughs) wife's ass,
1: and he even let his friend have a little snort. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) How many times we gotta cover this? Everybody, you did cocaine. I did cocaine. I don't like cocaine. I've never done it.
1: I don't. You wouldn't like it. Yeah, I can't imagine
0: I would. If I don't like it, and I'm like that kid that likes everything, they're like, God, give it to that kid. You know what I mean? I don't like it. Give it to her. She likes everything, but cocaine.
1: Don't give her cocaine. I don't like cocaine. During her second trial, Wanda admitted to the crime and earned a plea bargain. She was sentenced to 10 years in prison with a $10,000 fine. And during the sentencing, District Judge Godwin declared that if her behavior was good, that he would most likely suspend her sentence and put her on probation after six months. This is referred to as shock probation and is intended to give defendants a taste of life in prison in order to teach them a lesson. Don't
0: try to kill your friends over cheerleading. This is a shocking suspense.
1: (laughs) I'm going to give you shock probation, (coughs) bitch. I'm going to shock you. I'm going to shock you scared. And that's a fact (laughs) <laughs> Wanda's lawyer said she still denied it but agreed to go to prison for the sake of Amber Heath and Shanna. Such a clear lack of remorse should surely be an indication that Wanda certainly hadn't learned a lesson while she'd been in trial. In, in jail. In jail. In jail, awaiting trial. Wanda only spent six months in prison, serving the remaining nine and a half years on probation. She was never allowed to contact the Heath family again, and obviously Verna was pissed because she wanted her to spend the rest of her life in prison. I would be too if somebody was trying to kill me.
0: I'd be like, yeah, let's just go ahead and log that bitch up. I'm not 100% sure how I would feel about that. Like, you spent six months in jail for trying to hire somebody to fucking off me?
1: And it wasn't like, a, yeah, like she really wanted her to be killed. It wasn't like she talked about it. Like, this was real shit.
0: Right. That's, I don't know, man. That's, that's pretty hardcore. Oh, it is a Lifetime movie. Yes. So it's called Willing to Kill. And that, I mean, that pretty much sums it up. That's accurate and pretty much compared to what we read.
1: Yeah, the movie kind of, the movie for the most part goes with all the things that I read. I didn't really find any conflicts, but God, it was so hard to watch.
0: It really is the Ugh. like take the worst actor ever. Worsen them by ten.
1: I'm trying to think of what the girl was on. The the girl who played Shanna. I'm drawing a major blank, but it has Leslie Ann Warren in it. And if you'll remember like years ago, years, probably a year ago, we were talking about that one Cinderella movie that I used to watch. Um, impossible for a plain yellow pumpkin. Yes, that one. It had Leslie Ann Warren in it and she is the same actress in this movie as she is in Cinderella. <laughs> okay. And it's painful. And it's painful. It, it hurt me to watch it. <clears throat> it, it physically hurt that me. That hurts me. I couldn't even finish it. I was like Calvin, do you want to watch this with me? This is what I'm writing right now. And he's like, okay. And we were like uh. <laughs> I was like, I would rather go saw off my own finger than finish this fucking movie. <laughs> There's an interview on Donahue, though, where she's sitting there, like Wanda and, and Shanda. Oh, good. Making up names now. Okay. Shanna and Wanda w- were being interviewed by by him. I didn't watch the whole thing. My internet was being stupid. It's been fucked lately. And Shanna's like, my mom is innocent. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: My mom's innocent. No, hunty, she's Mm-mm. not. No. Your mom's a psychopath.
1: She's like, I don't think my mom would do that. D- I do.
0: Well, okay. The next kiss. We are moving on now.
1: That's mm-hmm. not
0: then as I- funny. That's all right. We'll, we'll do our best to make it that way, though. Mm-hmm. The next kiss. Uh, it's about a 15-year-old cheerleader that was killed earlier this year by her boyfriend. I actually know this one, and you're right. It's not funny. Mm -mm. This is in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Martise Fuller, 15, made his initial appearance in Kenosha County Court on Monday, May 13th, on charges associated with the fatal shooting of Kaylee Huga, 15. The shooting wounded Huga's mother, Stephanie... Fuller, who was held on a $1 million cash bond, was charged that Monday with the following first-degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon, attempted first-degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon, burglary while armed, with what? A dangerous dangerous weapon. weapon. The circumstance in this case would literally chill anybody to Zibon, Who makes any real attempt to keep their family safe, said Mike Gravely of Kenosha County District Attorney. Mm. According to his prosecutors, it all started Thursday afternoon, May 9th, when Fuller had his friend drop him off at about 10 blocks from the Hugo home. He already has a bike. It's his bike that they stashed at that location. He brings with him, we believe, a change of clothes, says gravely. According to the criminal complaint, the Kenosha County Sheriff's Department was dispatched to 66th Street, 66th Street, <laughs> around 3 p.m. on Thursday, May 9th, for a report of a shooting. The first deputy on the scene observed that the garage door of the home was open and he went inside. The deputy found Kaylee Huga laying on the floor of a room suffering fatal gunshot wounds. The deputy also came upon Stephanie Huga, Kaylee's mother, who was wounded.
1: The complaint said when she asked about what happened, Stephanie told the investigators that Kaylee was in her room listening to music after school. Mrs. Huga said that she heard a blood, quote, blood-curdling scream, followed by a bang. When Ms. Huga stepped into the hallway, she told investigators she saw Fuller standing at the entrance to her daughter's room. She pleaded with Fuller, you don't have to do this. Fuller replied to Ms. Huga, yes, I have to. Mrs. Huga told the investigator she attempted to shut the door and was shot a couple of times. She eventually locked herself in a bathroom and called 911. Detectives later interviewed a cousin of Fuller who who stated Fuller arrived at her house around 11 p.m. on Thursday. She indicated that Fuller went into Huga's house. The complaint said Fuller admitted that he shot Kaylee. Um, The complaint said Kaylee's mother came running in and he shot her too and then fled the residence. The cousin also told authorities that um, Fuller told her that he had shot the two individuals. He changed clothes, got on his bike, and was picked up by a friend. The next morning, uh, Friday, May 10th, Fuller's cousin contacted the Kenosha Police Department and indicated that Fuller wished to turn himself in. Because, I don't know if it's in here, but they I read that there was like a 15-hour manhunt for him or some shit like that. That was some crazy amount of manhunt time looking for him. Detectives reviewed home security video from a neighbor of the Hooga family. It showed around 3 p.m. on Thursday, a person matching the description of Fuller entered the driveway of the Hooga residence and entered through the garage door. A detective indicated that he heard a loud echo within two and a half minutes consistent with the gunshot, and 15 seconds later, there were six more loud echoes consistent with more gunshots. The same male who entered the house three minutes earlier was seen exiting the house through the garage, running west on the north sidewalk. He doesn't hide his identity in any way, which, uh, from the state's perspective, made it clear that he knows what's happening, said gravely. Prosecutors said the crime was part of a pattern of increasingly alarming behavior from Fuller, who said that they had that he had been stalking Kaylee Hugo prior to the shooting. and had made several attempts to get a gun. He is removed from the school that he attends, meaning that the defend meaning the defendant, because of intimidating, threatening comments with the victim in this case, said gravely. He sports a false alibi when he talks to law enforcement. He provides them absolutely false details about his whereabouts the day before. And that was an article from True Crime Daily.
0: This one is a quick story about a 16-year-old cheerleader who was killed by her ex-boyfriend. This comes from Knox News, published May 18, 2018. No one disputed he fired the shot that killed Emma Jane Walker. The question for the jurors was whether or not Wiley right What? Back that motherfucker. It's time for Rewind.
1: Beep, back the fuck up. Fuck up. up
0: get, your, get your truck. While <laughs> while this episode is mostly just us fucking off, which I don't really care because sometimes we need breaks. Yes. Uh, now we can't get the southern accent. We were in Texas, <laughs> North Carolina, where we're just, we had to. We had to. All right. William Riley. That. Sorry. <laughs> Seven. Seven. The question for jurors was whether or not William Riley Gall pulled the trigger with the intent to kill his 16-year-old cheerleader girlfriend. After deliberating for about four hours on that Tuesday, a jury said yes, he did, and convicted Gall 19 of first-degree murder. He stole his grandfather's gun, used it to shoot Walker through her bedroom wall as she slept in the Sturchy Hills subdivision of North Knox County, November 21st, 2016. Jurors also found Gall guilty of stalking, felony murder, tampering with evidence, reckless endangerment, possessing a firearm during a dangerous felony, and theft of about five to a thousand dollars. Five hundred, excuse me, to a thousand dollars. Criminal court judge Bob McGee imposed a mandatory life sentence for the murder charge. Gaul's bond was revoked and he was taken into custody. He will be eligible for parole after serving 51 years, so he would be in his 70s.
1: Damn.
0: During closing arguments, <clears throat> Gall's defense attorney, Wesley Stone, argued his actions were reckless, but not murderous. I don't know, man, when you fire a weapon into somebody's bedroom.
1: Knowing exactly where they sleep with the intentions to kill them.
0: I don't know. That don't want to sound, you know, like I know some stuff, will be out with some stuff, because I didn't pass the bar or nothing, but, uh...
1: Pass the this bar. sounds a I little
0: little bit. Sorry. I know that you want to legally search my shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Jay Z. Yes. Uh, this sounds a little murdery.
1: A lot murdery.
0: Well, this case is about to is about state of mind. Stone said to the jury, "Riley did not mean to hurt her or cause her death. He was just trying to get her as a get her as he was just trying to get her his attention." Seven times. Seven times. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> he was just trying to get her attention. I'm not saying it's logical. No, that's probably the most irrational way to get somebody's attention fucking ever.
1: Okay, I know that we've talked about defense attorneys before, but how do you go in there as a defense attorney and say that? He was just shooting into her room to try to get her attention. It's like throwing rocks at the window. No, Nope. <laughs>
0: Um, he just, you know, he, well, the fact that they added um, stalking, uh, like there was stalking, no. there was felony murder, no. tampering with evidence, no. reckless endangerment, no. like what defense attorney gets up there and he's like, this poor kid.
1: He just wanted her attention. This poor kid. He texted her
0: and texted
1: her and texted her and stood outside her window and he called her and he followed Damn, her everywhere.
0: Son, where'd you find this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he couldn't get her attention so he had to shoot so, into her room. So
0: what he did was he went ahead and decided the best way to get through to her was if he shot into her bedroom. Sorry, I'm, like, high on the soundboard thing right now.
1: I love the soundboard. It's one of your favorite things.
0: Sorry, I need to grow the fuck up.
1: Stone asked the jury to find Gall, a former Maryville College football player, guilty of reckless homicide, not first-degree murder, for shooting the Central High School cheerleader through her bedroom wall. Jurors made their decisions about what... No. Jurors made their decisions without hearing from Gall in person. He chose not to testify. Prosecutors said Gall became obsessed with Walker and wouldn't take no for an answer. When she tried to end their relationship, he and Walker began texting and calling up until the morning of her death when the two gunshots penetrated her bedroom. One of the bullets struck Walker just behind the ear, killing her.
0: Wow. See? Yeah. He just needed to get her attention. That's how
1: you do it. Yeah. Crime scene investigation, or, yeah, so, <laughs> crime scene evidence suggests she died instantly. He was possessive, manipulative, controlling, said Kevin Allen, a Knox County Assistant District Attorney General. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Sorry,
0: I won't touch it anymore. No, I'm
1: not. No, I'm not. He was toxic to her. This was no accident. This is about criminal intent to kill. Gall his lawyer admitted that he fired the gunshots. Not to kill Walker, but to scare her and to send her running back into his arms. What? That's a bad plan, son.
0: That was not a good plan.
1: He'd already made other outlandish bids for attention that, that weekend. Bids for attention that weekend, including sending Walker anonymous threatening text and staging suicide attempts and his own kidnapping. Sir, you have a problem. My client was her hero," Stone told the jury, as crazy. And Stone bi- cold jury. <laughs> Stone cold jury. All right, sorry. As crazy and bizarre as it sounds, he was hoping to come to her rescue. The bullets came from a 9 mm Glock stolen by Gall from his grandfather's vehicle. Testimony showed Gall recruited his- recruited friends to help him ditch the gun after the shooting, but they had already gone to authorities. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Gall's friends secretly recorded him at the behest of Knox County Sheriff's Office investigators, and he was arrested just as he prepared to toss a trash bag of evidence, including the gun, into the Tennessee River. Prosecutors pointed out Gall told one lie after another from the morning of Walker's death. He denied he took the gun, lied to the... Is
0: that a fact? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Don't lie to them. Lied to the detectives, asked his friends to lie for him and claimed he'd been in Maryville, even though data recovered from his cell phone showed he'd been near Walker's home when the fatal shot was fired around 3.45 a.m. He can't even keep his alibi straight, Alan said. Gall's lawyer said that he didn't think the gunshots would penetrate the walls of the bedroom and put Walker in real danger. But Gall had been (laughs) in the bedroom, knew where Walker slept, and had even shot photos and video there. I wonder if she was home when he did that. Anyway, investigators concluded the gunshots had been fired from as close to four to five feet from the bedroom window. If you don't know that that's going to penetrate the fucking wall, don't use the gun.
0: You knew. If you were just trying to scare her, wouldn't you fire the weapon into the air or even at the ground Uh so that you don't have bullets falling from up above? Because what goes up has to come down, and I don't know if you know this, but gravity's a motherfucker that can hurt you too. Mm-hmm. But Probably. if you if if you are somehow under the impression that you just want to scare somebody and fire fucking ballistics into their fucking wall, like no bullshit, you knew what you were doing.
1: You know what that nine's gonna do. If you don't want it to penetrate, maybe get a shotgun. Stand far away. Just, yeah. pepper, just
0: pepper it. it. <laughs> or maybe people really just don't understand weapons. They don't understand firearms, and therefore, y'all shouldn't fucking touch them. Yeah.
1: Where were they at? I forgot where they were. Oh, oh, Tennessee. They know how a fucking gun works.
0: Of course he did. Well, dude, you just, like, if you're trying to scare somebody, why wouldn't you use blanks? Exactly. Why wouldn't you fire a weapon into the dirt? Like, into the ground? Into the grass? Let it absorb that ballistic. No, you, you knew. You knew what the fuck you was doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so if you guys need some help, Domestic Violence Hotline is 800-799-7233. Also you can go to womenshealth.gov. There's a dating abuse helpline that you can look into getting some assistance or if you think that a behavior is alarming and you want you want to discuss that with somebody call 866-331 9497. We also have the sexual abuse hotline, 800 656 4673. The table's turned on the next one. The article from Daily News 2013, Mierch. In the Merch. In, th- in the Eye of Mierch. <laughs> A four more. Uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. That part where my tooth was broken, it broke even more. Oh, so, no. ah, yeah. Oh, no. So, the gap, some, sometimes I spit through sometimes. it. Sometimes. But hopefully on Thursday, I will go in and they will say, yes, take out all of the bad teeth, which is literally all of them, and they will put in some anchors. A former NFL cheerleader offered a 12 year old boy oral sex after following him into a bathroom during his parents' house party. Please can we, say.
1: Yeah, can we just take a moment and let that soak in?
0: Elizabeth Lee Garner, 42.
1: Yeah. 42? You, she is 30 years older. 40, 42. She's hot as shit, but. 42? You're 30 years older than this kid. That's gross. I don't like it
0: is accused of trying to seduce the preteen by fondling his penis and trying to pull down his pants he bolted after she'd asked if he'd ever been with a woman telling his mom what had happened and mom called the police the married busty blonde who shot to fame when cheering for the Tennessee Titans for three seasons by the by I just looked at that and I was like threesomes (laughs) what until 2000 (laughs) Jesus learn to read Three seasons until 2008. She was significantly older than her her colleagues. Uh, she told investigators that she was drunk that evening, and she got the boy confused with a man. What? Hold on. At the party, this is what Channel 5 News reported.
1: I live with a 12-year-old, and I don't ever, ever mistake him for a man.
0: <laughs> Whoa, man. Yeah. yeah. What 12-year-old looks like a man?
1: I haven't found one yet.
0: I'll be goddamned if somebody tells me a 12-year-old looks like a man.
1: Like, a 12-year-old girl can look like a grown, you know, a t- an older teen girl.
0: Uh, and a tw- I'm I'm not saying that a 12-year-old boy couldn't be tall for his age and perhaps look like a 16, 17-year-old. But he ain't gonna look like a man. But you can't say man. Now, I have mistakenly looked at an 18-year-old, 17, 18, 19-year-old, oh, and yeah. been like, oh goodness that's a sturdy looking strapping lad and they're like here's my high school idea i'm like you go home and shave your face and look your fucking age uh-huh. and then Does your i mom feel
1: mom now you're here jesus go
0: home it's lady it's three o'clock in the afternoon it's past your bedtime <laughs> go home and look your age but you can't tell me that a fucking 12 year old looks anything close to a man no well This is her excuse, and the local cops also say that's no excuse for sexually harassing. You cannot sexually assault children.
1: No. For any reason. I don't give a shit if you're a hot, big, boob blonde. It's still not okay.
0: It's not okay. Murfreesboro Police uh, Officer Kyle Evans said if you can't tell the difference between a 12-year-old boy and an adult, there's fucking problems. Amen. Hey, can we just go ahead and be like... 12, you, you couldn't see 12, 12, 12.
1: She was arrested and charged with sexual battery and solici- solicitation of a minor for child rape.
0: Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. She
1: was released on $30,000 bond and faces eight years in prison if convicted.
0: Well, but this was 2013. So was she, Let's Google it. let's Google it. Let's Google that shit. I'm not seeing anything. Like everything just talks about what she was Uh charged with and like, hold on. 2013. Wait. Rearrested. What? So this was 2013 as well. And this is saying December 19th. The former Titans cheerleader was arrested again. So it says that she was arrested for sexually assaulting the 12 year old, 12 year old boy. Um she was rearrested and charged with violating her probation. Oh. 42-year-old Elizabeth Lee Garner previously sentenced to 18 months on probation, so that's what she got. She refused the plea deal and ended up getting 18 months on probation, but reportedly tested positive for an opium-derivative prescription drug earlier this month. She was arrested on a Thursday, later released on Thursday afternoon, and posted a $50,000 bond. Her charge was violation of proba- probation violation of probation according to the rutherford county sheriff's office she will have to appear in courts in rutherford in 2014 wow this girl just can't get her fucking shit together no christ woman what are you doing
1: stay off the weed i can't remember who it is that says that on espn all the time stay off the weed but we say it all the time.
0: I really just need her to, like, not be allowed around schools, playgrounds. hmm She can't tell the fucking difference between a uh, 12-year-old and a man. So, uh, she can't stay off the weed. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> it's- interesting, interesting, interesting. All right. Well, that's fucking horrifying yeah horror holy shit oh that was fun That was so maybe don't fondle little boys don't fire guns into bedrooms
1: to scare people
0: don't hire your ex-brother-in-law to kill your best friend Just do it yourself. Yeah. And uh stay Stay out out of chalk lines. lines. Goodbye.
1: I've got this nice pretty pair of earrings I'll give you to kill her.